0: Day three sees me leaving San Salvador de Valerios on the final section before I meet up with the official start of the Camino Primitivo in the big city of Oviedo. Some nice little encounters on this day, so um, have a listen. Uh, So, time to hit the road again. Who knows where we'll get to today? The goal today, with luck depending on how my feet do, is Oviedo, which is the official starting point of the Camino Primitivo. Uh, That'll be about 20 miles walking for me today, so we'll see. We'll see how it goes. So far, it's a lovely day. I don't know if you can hear in the background. uh, Probably can't now because I'm getting near the road, but... uh, The sound of cowbells is everywhere in northern Spain. They attach bells to just about everything. Uh, Cows, sheep, goats. It's lovely it's absolutely lovely. Especially when there's very little else. But the clouds dropping now and it's just starting to spit a little bit. I'm having a Peter Kay moment. I might have to run for my life. Anyway, your roving correspondent in Northern Spain is checking out for the moment. I just had a fantastic little encounter there. Um, I'm on the Camino walking away. I perhaps got slightly distracted and there was a very misleading yellow arrow on Fletcher Amarilla uh, so I started walking down this little country lane I got about 600 yards down it, There's a guy coming the other way, a Spanish guy obviously out for a walk and he says this isn't the Camino you know oh, right, just so says the, I follow the yellow arrow he says no, no, no so I do a U-turn I basically walk with him for about a mile and a half, and we're busy chatting away in Spanish, left, right, and centre. What a lovely guy! Uh, describing a, a local um, racing stables, racing stables, which is owned by um, an English guy and his Asturian wife. Um, which came as a real surprise because I didn't really think there'd be many English people in this area but apparently there are so he's obviously a walker himself he's walked in the Picos de Europa he was telling me so in a proper good conversation he complimented me on my Spanish which is good Uh, and he's sent me back on the right trail so we've just come through Pedrosa and uh, heading towards Vega where hopefully there'll be a cafe open so I can stop for a coffee so Things are looking good. The clouds falling a bit. It's very damp, but according to my newfound friend there, it won't rain. <laughs> I have to say, it feels like it's raining now, but um, we'll give it a whirl. Hopefully, it's going to brighten up a bit later. Just walk out of the monastery, up the hill um, towards uh, Benashgoda. Uh, quite, quite a harsh climb. <laughs> To tell you the truth, I know that because uh, I came across a a cyclist ahead of me, a a girl cycling, presumably cycling the Camino, and I overtook her because she was pushing her bike, and then it levelled out and she overtook me. (laughs) About 20 minutes later, I overtook her again, Um, and I'm not walking fast, but it was quite steep. I was rewarded with some fantastic views back down the valley, though. Um, back over the monastery and uh, and beyond. Uh, it's a shame I can't share them with you, really. Um, so yeah, up to Ballynascorder and uh, through another few places again. Tricky to keep on the uh, the waymarks and the guidebook doesn't help too much. But um, such is life. Um, yeah, one of the things I really love doing on these sort of trips is comparing the uh, the agriculture and and the stuff around that because big farming country this. And one of the things that you'll see in northern Spain, lots of, are things called Oreos. So not the little black biscuits with the white filling, but they are um, like food stores. uh, Usually grain or maize, and they're like a shed on stilts in a way. So you'll see these pillars of stone, usually with like a mushroom cap um, on top of the, the pillars... And then the, the, the shed, or the oreo, is built on top of that. And the mushroom cap stops uh, vermin uh, climbing up and being able to access the, the stored grain or, or the other crops. But here in Asturias, they're huge. Some of them are as big as houses. Where I've seen them before, in the likes of Galicia, uh, they're a lot smaller, a lot more narrow, um, usually only, I don't know, about... 20 foot long at the most, some a lot smaller, and about 4 or 5 foot wide. But here, they must be like, I don't know, 30, 40 foot square, some of them. Uh, You know, people have set up tables and chairs under some of them. Um, But they must harvest more stuff and must need to keep it longer. I suppose they put apples in there and that sort of stuff in this area. Uh, So just just past a guy there in his field, older guy, um, using a scythe, you know, traditional long-handled scythe, just cutting his grass, he's got a feel there about the size of two football pitchers, I don't think he's going to do the whole lot, I think he's just doing some stubborn long bits, but, uh, back-breaking work, I dare say, uh, and not something you'd necessarily see that much of back in the UK. Uh, I do know that they have competitions for that as well, for scything, um, not necessarily, here. I think maybe more in the Basque country, but, uh, Uh, That's to say, they have competitions for just about everything. So, uh, the other thing about today, it's marked by my first application of a blister plaster. Ah well, it goes with the territory. Walking these sort of distances in this sort of heat and everything else, uh, you're bound to get something. So, it's it's not quite a full blister, but I thought, well, I'll stop and I'll put a blister plaster on it. Sort of prevention being better than cure so we'll see how that goes, I can still feel it so when I stop for, for lunch which is intended to be in Pola de Siero, uh probably in about an hour so when I stop for my lunch I'll, uh, I'll get the Camino 10 out again if I can find somewhere suitable where I'm not disturbing anybody or not offending the uh, the senses of the locals and uh, examine it and see where we're up to in the meantime, it's uh, follow the yellow arrows and, uh, and carry on. Things are levelled out a bit now, so a uh, big mixture of uh, tracks and roads. Quite a bit of road walking today, um, but they're small roads, uh, usually back roads, and then they'll give way to sort of little muddy stone tracks that uh, cut corners and stuff, so, uh, so it's not too bad. Um, again, got to keep your wits about you, not just for the uh, the arrows, some of which can be misleading, but also for the traffic and uh, make sure that uh, they've seen you, and if they've not seen you, get out the way. Uh, anyway, more from that later. So I've just arrived, uh, like a little chapel called uh, La Ermita de la Bienvenida. And there's a little notice outside, uh, which, if I can read it, says, Cuenta la tradición que en el entorno de Vega existió un monasterio cuyo prior tenía por costumbre salir a recibir a los peregrinos que se dirigían a Santiago por esta ruta a través de la campaña sierense junto con una libra de pan y un jergón de hojas de maíz para el descanso dicho la bienvenida lo que se considera origen del nombre de este pequeño templo which in short i think means it was somewhere you could have a rest as a pilgrim on your way to Santiago um, and you could have a bit of pan a bit of bread and uh, i'll have to look up what the other stuff was but i suspect it's a drink of something um, and you would be welcomed Sadly today it's all locked up Um, presumably they don't do that anymore but then most pilgrims today will go into um, Polo de Sierra which is where I'm headed and I should be there in about, I don't know, 20 minutes, half an hour and get a spot of lunch, over and out. So probably the only animal that doesn't have a bell on it round here is the dogs and there's loads of them, it's as if none of the people want visitors. Because um, you wouldn't want to be a postman, <laughs> I tell you, you'd be taking your life in your hands. But I have just come through this tiny little hamlet, only about three or four houses, uh, and it's just, you know, I'm touched by the generosity and the hospitality of people. It's it's amazing. I'm walking through, and you know, as usual, there's a load of dogs barking, and this little old lady, must be in her 80s, comes to the door of her. Uh, it's, like, it's like a stable door on the front of her house to see what all the fuss is about what the dogs are barking at and she sees me obviously recognises me for what I am and, uh, and she says have you, got, have you got enough water have you got water so I said well actually I have I've got, I've got some in my rucksack so I'm ok but thanks very much and she says oh, well have a good journey off you go it was just lovely just really really nice Restores your faith in human kindness and uh, human nature well, it's a completely different feel once you get into the uh, the bigger town of Polo de Sierra. There's not a lot to recommend this place, I don't think. Lots of um, flats, mostly in blocks, four or five blocks tall. Walk through the town. Again, doesn't look like uh, there's a lot of life in it. But um, I arrived on the far side, just opposite the Albergue, and I've stopped in this Cesarea for some lunch. Uh, fantastic. Uh, <laughs> menu del peregrino which started off with uh, lentejas which is basically um, it's the same as fabadas but uh, with lentils instead of the big white beans very filling chorizo and belly pork big la of bread very nice uh, and uh, calamares after that and the lady who served me is, uh, is busy pouring cider from a great height to some of the other customers at another table <laughs> as we speak um, the is still to try and get to Oviedo, it's about another 15, 16 kilometres, so it'll take me a good two and a half, three hours at least, I would think. Uh see how my feet are going, there's some, uh, oh there he goes, in between here and there, so we'll play it by ear. Um, but yeah, it's uh, it's nice to have something to eat, but it's, it's really quite different to be out of the countryside and the peace and tranquility and the sound of cowbells. Um, So I'll be back on the open road in not too long now, I wouldn't have thought. So here we are in Oviedo, eventually. It's about half past six at night, big city feel as you can tell probably from the background, traffic noises, sirens, all the usual kick and caboodle, lots of concrete, lots of steel, And I'm just about done in, so I need to find a hotel, an gate, or probably first, a bar. That's a start. So here we are, it's um, about half past nine at night, over here to Old Town, and uh, everybody's out. All the kids are out, typically Spanish evening, uh, everyone's around drinking, the kids are playing, as you might be able to hear in the background, the dogs are barking. My dogs are barking, I'll tell you that. But um, yeah, loads of little kids about this time of night, nice warm evening, really nice atmosphere. I've just been to the supermarket to get my me, uh, me soup and my bread and a bottle of wine. I've got to be back in the Albergue by, uh, before 10 o'clock, otherwise they're going to lock me out. And considering I didn't get there until about half past eight, that's, uh, that's not bad. So um, it's been a long day. My feet are killing me. And I think that tomorrow I might just take it easy a little bit. Journal entry for day three reads, 30th of the 8th, pretty much all dry except MYPD t-shirt. Overslept past 8.20 when i got up quick breakfast organized and out uphill for a mile or so to alto de la copa then down and leveling into Figares and pedrosa where i went off piste brought back in line by my new best mate who walked with me about a mile or so we parted and i stopped shortly after to sort that developing blister on my right foot brackets ball it's defo raining despite his best weather forecast Stop for a quick coffee and more compede in La Vega de Sariego. From then, combination of roads and tracks, all the way into Polo de Sierra. Cider pouring and peregrino lunch at the Cidreria. Lentejas and Calamares, red wine and water. And it explains in brackets, lentejas, a bit like fabadas, but with lentils instead. Plan is still to get to Oviedo, feet allowing. The old guy from the albergue opposite came and asked if I wanted the keys sun came out this afternoon so it was quite warm didn't put my hat or cream on because it was patchy cloudy had a few stops to rest eg santuaria at just short of meres brackets photo of capilla de santa ana feet out and just before coyoto walk from there into oviedo was a grind stopped at a supermarket on the outskirts of oviedo for a can of aquarius and water life-giving Signage to the Albergue was poor, and the Albergue itself ain't that good. Bit like Astorga. Sparse, but it'll do. Got some stuff rinsed through. Could really do with a wash. On the maiden for tomorrow, with luck. Went into town, found a Mercadona, and got soup, bread, cheese, and wine. My life is complete. The phone is showing I've walked 29.2k today. That includes the trip to the shops, but the book tells me I've walked 32.7, or just over 18 miles. Feels a lot more. The stage in the book, tomorrow, is 29.5, so not much less. We'll see. Brackets. Alberge seems full of hippie types, mostly German. And there endeth the journal.